What is up fellow bench warmers? Welcome to your daily fantasy quickie. Hey guys, it's a Sunday and welcome to your daily quickie playoff once again. Still playoff still and we are closing in. Actually, we, we will be approaching the last day of the the week 18. And for some it's actually the last day of their finals. And for others, maybe you're in quarterfinals or semifinals, but tomorrow would be a big judgment day and I'm sure there are a lot of close matchups there uh, that will need tomorrow's games to be good for them or bad for the other teams to for them to be able to win. How are you, Komish? Hello, hello guys. I can feel the tension in the air. A lot of managers are really panicking right now because of, I've seen a lot of questions and a lot of uh, matchups are going down the wire. Yeah. So that's very exciting. Tomorrow will be very exciting. Yeah, and I was just talking about uh, my finals, which yeah. is also down the wire. I'm down once. Well, I'm up five four, but it's really really close. Like field goal, free throws are close. Uh, rebounds, assists. Third yeah. overs, steals, those stats are close. I think the only, and the points, even the points. Uh, so any anything can happen. And, it, and it's also a 8 versus 8 tomorrow. I mean, 8 players versus 8 players. So that's a little more, adds a little more excitement because you have equal number of players towards the last day. So anything can really happen, right? And today, we've seen some very unlikely heroes for certain teams, right? Yes. Heroes True. that you will never expect. But let's talk about first returning players. And I would say these are heroes as well because my opponent had Lamelo Ball who played today and who played really well. I mean, he started well. Uh, I don't think he finished the game too good, uh, well enough because the stats didn't really, you know, it. he had 11 points, I think, in the first half alone. So... Uh, in the second half, he was more contained in the second half and it was Rosier who did most of the damage in the second half. So, Lamelo's back. He should be playing tomorrow. Yes, he, uh, I think he's going to play tomorrow because as I said, he looks in shape. His wrist looks... I mean, the, the injury is just in the wrist. So, I think he might play tomorrow. He looks rusty though. He looks rusty. So. Don't be afraid if you're going up against Lamelo. Uh, you might have a bad game. Well, the the well, really for me, if I'm going up against Lamelo, it's really not the shooting that I'm worried about. It's more of the other things that he can do. He can steal. He can rebound. He can pass the ball. Well, he had five cool. rebounds and five assists today, I think, uh, and that's really a lot for someone who just uh, came from injury. So I think those are the things that you'll probably be worried about uh, when it comes to Lamelo. Kawhi also returned. Well, as for Kawhi, uh, they don't have a game already tomorrow. But uh, if you made it through until the next round with him, then congratulations. Hopefully, he's gonna be healthy next week. Um. Yes, and the good news is the, the games, as I said, next week for the Clippers are spaced out. They have. Uh, one day breaks and then there's even a two day break there so I think he, the chances of him playing all three games are very high Yeah, for Kawhi, for Kawhi although he did not have that great of a game today but uh, 
still he looked okay he looked good next week he should be should be better i i am just wondering if how many kawaii led teams are still alive at this point not much i right? would say because not he's much. been he's actually been good throughout the regular season he's been top five top six right and he probably did you well i mean get got you in the playoffs and then the playoff comes he missed he missed a lot of games so i'm not sure if there are a lot of teams who are still in it with Kawhi uh being one of their players uh yeah so comment below if you are one of those uh teams right how about Sabonis how many teams with Sabonis are still alive so Sabonis uh, not only screwed managers because he did not play he screwed managers today because he played and, and a and lot of guess. teams did not put him up me right and it it was you know no one really expected him to play but he did i have two leagues as i said in the playoffs right now both have sabonis and though i'm still alive in both of those leagues if i if i was able to play sabonis today i would have gotten the other league for sure, for sure i would have won it ahead and yeah. the uh, the irritating part is I slept last night putting Sabonis. I activated Sabonis, but I have a complete lineup today, so I put Sabonis in the bench, just in case that you know he's gonna play. I'll put him up, but yeah. then I didn't up already. <laughs> so, so it's my fault. But you know, that's uh, how fantasy rolls sometimes. He played today. The, the irritating part is he he was 26, 19, and 14 today. Yeah. I mean. Insane. And and that's very limited minutes because the game was a total blowout, right? Uh, I'm not sure how it many minutes close. he played, but <laughs> it was 57 point close. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it it wasn't. Uh, it was very limited minutes that he played. He played. He played. Uh, he played 29. 29. He minutes. played 29 minutes, which is not bad, right? Not bad. Yeah. Uh, but exactly. those stat that line is, for. What is more irritating? Yeah, you were saying. Yeah, that's what that's what makes it more irritating. 29 minutes in a blowout game. Who would have thought someone whose back supposedly is hurting would play 29 minutes in a 57-point blowout and and do that in and do that? So I've seen a lot of managers who are saying that they're out because of this guy, and I'm sure a lot of them, a lot of Sabonis-led teams are out. Yeah. Uh... Yep, solid stat nine for Sabonis today. Unfortunately for those who weren't <laughs> able to play him, um, yeah. today was also a not, there were a lot of um, unex, unlikely heroes that maybe saved your team. Let's talk about I guess players who should have been rostered really and not really players who use just stream. Okay, so we'll talk about Cambridge first. Uh, we all know Cambridge uh, after the Chris Boucher injury would be. One of the mo- most wanted fantasy players out there, especially for this week, because they have five games, right? Yes. So, and today he proved actually throughout the whole week he has been solid. In every uh, game that Boucher has missed, he has been solid. Um, Cambridge, so he should not be laying around in your waiver wire at, even at this point. And um, Cambridge has turned out to be the ad of the week, basically. Yeah, add up the week, and 
if you added them before the week, which Jeremy's opponent did, uh, actually I did in one of my leagues. That's why I was able to still stay close, although I'm I'm down. To this week, yes, what he has a total of. I'll, I'll give the totals. He has a total of 38 rebounds. He has a total of six steals. He has a total of four blocks, three three pointers, and he has averaged 20 points in four games already. And one more game next. Week. Tomorrow, so, they they have one tomorrow. more game tomorrow, tomorrow, right? Yeah, tomorrow. So of all yeah. of a lot of all the Toronto players, he is probably the safest from any rest, right? Like tomorrow, we don't oh, even know. <laughs> I I'm sure he won't. I mean, you never. Know. Why why would he? I mean, he's not even the star player there, and he probably want more uh, burn out there, um, and. Here's the ironic thing. I was thinking that Cambridge might not play as well because they were against Utah. The same thing that I felt when uh, Van Vliet uh, said he would play. I thought that they won't play well, but they did play really well today. They nearly won the game. We we I didn't expect that either. I didn't expect that either. And he did play well, as Jeremy said. So. Ah, uh, with unpredictable season really. So for Fred Lundbeek owners, I own Fred Lundbeek, so I'm happy about it. But I might, I think he's not going to play tomorrow. So I don't know how to feel about about it. I I don't know how to feel anymore as well because I have I own Fred Van Fleet. We're in most of that most of my teams with Fred Van Fleet will be eliminated tomorrow. But I am against Fred Van Fleet. So, so I am hoping he won't play tomorrow, but but I don't know. We don't know uh, what's up with Toronto. But yeah, other unlikely heroes here are Hernan Gomez, Guillermo Hernan Gomez of the New Orleans Pelicans. Another double double today, and solid defensive stats as well. I think you should add Hernan Gomez already. Uh, Adams, I don't know if he has a timeline. I don't know if he's gonna come back or not this season. Um, I think Hernan Gomez will be starting for the foreseeable future. There's only two weeks left, so that's possible. He might start until the end of the season because the Pelicans are not in the playoff anyway. So I, I've added him. I've added him in most leagues. So you should do. Yeah. This is not um, a fluke. It's not a fluke. Yep, it is not. Uh, yeah, as long as he's gonna be starting and he plays about 25, 30 minutes a game, he'd had 27 today. Uh, he should be good. Uh, rebounding, good field goal, and a few blocks or steals here and there. He's gonna so, be my add of the week for next week. Just a tip to people who are watching. He's gonna be my add of the week. So in case, week. just make sure you add the right Hernan Gomez. Yeah, yeah. Because you might add the wrong Hernan Gomez, uh, and well, the the wrong Hernan Gomez played pretty well today in 21 minutes, so not bad. But still, um, consistency wise, the New Orleans Hernan Gomez would be more consistent than the Minnesota Hernan Gomez. So make sure you add the right one. Ricky Rubio uh, had six steals today. Uh, he also played 32 minutes, which is a lot. Uh, and he had seven assists. Not a bad line, but the six steals would probably be a big help for a lot of managers. Because, like I said, steals is one of those stats that, when you get lucky, uh, it's really hard to come back from if you are down, right? 
yes, uh, Rubio has played very well the past two games. I have, I have him in roto leagues. I did not play him because I don't trust him. But well, he burned me today with those six steals. Um, he he's a he's a guy who can really get a lot of steals and can get hot in a hurry. So I know he's he was dropped in some leagues. So if you want to to add him, maybe maybe not. Not now yet because their schedule is not too good next week. So maybe yeah. a stream if we can wait. Yeah, just wait. Uh, yeah, you can you can probably just wait. But yep, steals is like I said, very valuable in the playoffs. Uh, steals and blocks in particular. Uh, O'Shea Brissett of uh, Indiana played 40 minutes in a blowout. Um, oh, and. And he had another. He had a double double with four blocks. Solid, solid player. And we talked of, about him before. Yeah, he should be an ad, right? And a lot of people are irritated at him also, because um, a lot of people who are who are going up against him are so angry because that was a 57 point blowout. Why are you playing a guy 40 minutes? In a 57-point blowout, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. So sometimes, you know, how would you analyze something like that? You yeah. can't, right? But O'Shea should continue to be owned even if Sabonis has come back because he's going to play the power forward to Sabonis center. And no Miles Turner, so, you know, he's, this guy is 6'7", but he's been... He's very athletic, 6'7". He can play defense, uh, most definitely. And he can rebound the ball. So really, today, I mean, imagine if you had this preset Hernan Gomez and these guys, and your opponent is laughing at you, and then this happens. Uh, if you want to know how many blocks he had this week, he had 12 blocks this week in four games. Unbelievable! So, I mean, unbelievable. and four steals in four games. So pretty much average one steal and three blocks per game. Uh, which is solid for a player you just picked up, and of course but, he had almost double double rebounds every game. But I'll say this, I'll say this. Yes, fantasy is luck. There's a lot of luck involved. But sometimes when you look back at things, like for Jeremy also in his in his matches where he won, where he lost, I think you could say that if you made the right moves, you could have won. Yep. Right? Definitely. I'll give you I'll give you an example. Brissett last week in my quarterfinals, I made it to the semifinals this week, but I could have added Brissett, but I did not. I chose somebody else. If I added Brissett, then I would have won that series. Although I did win that series, and I would have won this series easily with 12 blocks, as Jeremy said. I would have won this series easily. If I woke up earlier, I would have played Sabonis. I would have won the series also. So, really, really, if you look at it, there's a lot of luck involved. But if you wanted to win. There are moves that you could have made that will make you win. It's just yeah, and and the timing of the moves as well. Um, like yeah. I was telling uh, Eric uh, a while ago last week, uh, I pretty much routed my opponent. Really, it was close, but you know, you I could sense that this could this is a, a win already, and I waited uh, more time. Before I decided to add Cambridge, right? I thought that I'll add Cambridge on the last game of Toronto next week, right? Uh, and, so, and the day before that, that last game, my opponent now in the finals added him, right? So that's a big uh, blow to my to my roster because he now has a very deep roster, 
And while my roster is, well, it's not too bad, but uh, the six or seven players that would be playing tomorrow are what? Mo Harkless and another waiver ad, which is really not a good not good players compared to maybe Cambridge, right? So those types of moves, uh, I think, will if I lose tomorrow, would be one of my regrets um, for for this league in particular. Because like I was telling uh, Eric, the first place winner gets uh, a lot more than way more than the second place winner, right? It's a big five digit number difference between the first and the second place so but, uh, so yeah. that might be a move that I will regret and I I th- my my opponent also added Lamelo this week early this week which I could have done as well right uh, but yeah those moves very important um the Anthony Melton well well you're well, looking well, for defensive stats I, I guess did. yep I got uh, the defensive stats I wanted. I got four blocks and four steals out of him this two games, this back to back. But again, as I said, when I uh, the field goals, turnovers, even the free throws, you have to be ready for that because that's what happened to me. I, I was able to come back in the steals and the blocks, but I lost turnovers, I lost free throws. So it just evened out. But yeah, you know, look at look at your case uh, if that is the case. But maybe you already lost free throws anyway. Or field goals anyway, so it could it could be much better help for you. For yeah. You. So the Anthony Melton, Mo Wagner. Do you trust Mo Wagner? No, I don't trust Mo Wagner. I still do. Don't. You add Mo Wagner. I uh, know. I I would say if you want to stream Mo Wagner, go ahead and stream him. But if you expect twenty four points every game, you'll be disappointed. That's all I will yeah. say. Uh. And lastly, Frank Jackson, we talked about him. I think, if not yesterday, the other day, he should be a, a good stream if you need threes. I, I, I'll add something uh, about Frank Jackson. I think he should not be streamed anymore. You should add him now. If you're already sure of making it to the next round next week, you should add him now because he has five games next yep. week. Yep, uh, I was just about to say that Detroit has one of the better schedules next week and he's probably one of the safer players uh, to play next week in Detroit because he's not the one that's going to be arrested as well. Um, if you have Steph and you added him, <laughs> you got the three pointers and those two alone. Yeah. So so you should do anybody should add him because he could win the threes next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are the unlikely heroes for today. Tomorrow we'll see who, who are the unlikely heroes uh, that would probably be added or used by fantasy managers maybe you could comment below who are your unlikely heroes for today and who were the unlikely heroes of your opponent about uh, JTA you didn't mention JTA oh yeah yeah JTA Juan Toscano Anderson had what four steals and five blocks four steals and five blocks what I want to know is shout out to the managers who had him in their lineup today I, 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 in I deep want, leagues, I think you. No, no. I want twelve to fourteen team leagues. Please comment in our comment. Comment if you had him today, whether in YouTube or in Facebook. Facebook, yeah. Comment, comment if you had him today. Um, Greatest feeling in the world, right? I'm sure if you woke up and you saw that, you'll be like, okay, unbelievable. 
you, yeah. you will never expect it, right? Especially if you really needed the the blocks and the steals, right? Because uh, <laughs> he did pretty much pretty much he didn't give anything else in other departments. He had good numbers, but you know, the steals and the blocks were really the the best. The question here is, do you trust that he's gonna be? Now, Ubre Ubre might be out, right? Ubre has. Yeah, they will evaluate him further, but the injuries, the fracture, the torn ligaments, and everything doesn't look good. So, yeah. so you know, he might not come back, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, so, JTA could be a good add for the remainder of the playoffs if Ubre does not come back. But, but Ubre has not been playing for a while already. So, so Juan Toscano has not had really eye-popping numbers even when Ubre is uh, out. So we have to be careful in expecting these kinds of numbers. For so with me, Ubre out, uh, I guess if not JTA, it might be Kent Basemore in, in Golden State. Yeah, that's a player the to stream. There's Basemore, there's JTA. So. Uh, you can just because managers might go chasing JTA because of those four, four steals and five blocks. But we all know this could be just a fluke, right? Um, it won't probably won't happen again. Uh, I actually like base more and more. Uh, now that you've said it, I like I like base more and more. If you're gonna chase someone in Golden State, I like base more. Yep. I think he's starting and he'll get more minutes than JTA. Yep. Uh, the only flap in baseball's game is the field goal, but the rest has been good. He, he actually gave me nine rebounds today uh, with a couple of steals and 10 points. So not bad for someone I just streamed uh, for the past two games, right? So so if you need steals and some rebounds for a small guy, small player, like a guard or a small forward, then Kent Basemore could be an ad. But be careful about JTA. Don't go chasing those four steals and five blocks. Yeah. Uh, if you want steals and blocks, maybe Tybull would be the better stream for tomorrow. Right? Uh, Matisse yeah. Tybull, uh, who has been hot as well in the defensive side of the ball. Alright, so let's talk about players. Lastly, maybe we'll just run through some players who played really well, but really not nothing surprising, I guess, about these players. Luca and Russell Westbrook. Uh, had a like a showdown sort, right? They were against each other, right? Am I correct? Uh, they they went up against each other, yes. Yeah, and Luca had both had uh, no Russell Westbrook had forty two points, ten rebounds, and nine assists. Luca had a monster line of thirty one points, twelve rebounds, and twenty assists today. So if you had Luca. Congratulations! Yeah, and, pretty uh, much. I think he missed the last game, right? He missed the last game. Yes, he missed the last game. So I said he made it up. Yep. He made, made it up. Okay. Yeah. For 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 two, the the game he missed and Kristaps still doesn't have a timeline. Yeah. Uh, uh, so there. I think Luca will have more minutes, more usage, more responsibility with 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 that. Yep. Uh, Zion Williamson also played solid today, had 37, and the field goal is really elite when it comes to Zion. 14 of 17 today. He had nine rebounds and eight assists, although he had seven turnovers, but 
probably you you're you're gonna take that. Um, yes. Field goal, I, really. What I love about Zion is the field goal. The field goal, yes. He's such a great field goal, uh, field goal. High award, field goal know? player, yeah. And the the thing is, the assists have been improving as well as we've said. So I, I was just wondering, like Julius Randle, maybe he's gonna be a first rounder next next year. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. So mm-hmm. there. So yeah, and and of course his partner Lonzo Ball also played well, 33 points, 11 rebounds, eight assists, and three steals. Actually, Lonzo has been playing well for the past couple of weeks or past week now. Um, he's had really good games and very timely, good games because you know he's been in and out of the lineup for pretty much the whole season. But uh, him performing in the playoffs would be a welcome sight for his managers. And actually, the Pelicans have a very cushy schedule left. Mm-hmm. That's why these two players would be difference makers as long as they play. They play out the rest of the eight games left in their in their schedule. Yeah, they have uh, a very cushy schedule. So, so let's see. Uh, maybe you know that's actually schedules can also be deceiving, right? Because even if you feel that they have a good schedule, well, the chances of them. Performing maybe is higher, but it's really no guarantee as well. Like we said, I expected Van Fleet to not play well today versus a Utah team who's a great defensive team. But hey, he played well. Um, Miles Bridges is actually one of the probably one of the what sleeper picks of the year. Yes, Miles Bridges. Um, I, I'm I'm one of the I'm one of the managers who do not respect Miles Bridges. Who do you think but it should be a better own now? PJ Washington or Miles Bridges? For now or going forward? Moving forward, next year. Who would you pick first? PJ Washington or Miles Bridges? In Roto Leagues, it's really Miles Bridges. In head-to-head leagues, um, it's close, but I might go Miles Bridges now. I might go Miles Bridges now because um, it's very underrated. It's very underrated. 52% in field goal, 82% in free throw, and 40-something percent in three points. I did not really know about it uh, except this year. It has been this efficient. And his turnovers non-existent. So the, the difference this year that's why people are noticing is that his counting stats have Caught up with the efficiency and it's kept the efficiency even with the counting stats yeah. moving. So, so even the field know, goal, he's attempting a bunch of threes as well from time to time, but the field goal is not really affected as much. I think the good question also is Mikal or Miles, right? Mikal or Miles? Because Mikal has I'd been. I'll go Miles. I'll go Miles. Yeah, me too. I'll I, go Miles. I don't know what's everyone's fascination about Mikal but I'm not you know, a big fan really. I Mikal, mean, he's Mikal, efficient. Yes, he's efficient. Yes, yes, that's that's pretty true. much it. But the counting stats, if you need the counting stats, he's not going to be there every night. Every day. Yes. Unlike Miles. Well, we don't know what happens next season but yeah. Uh, I trust Miles on the counting stats. Mikal's advantage right now against Miles is only steals. That's what's left. Yep. Because the other stats, Miles is up. And and steals is you know somehow fluky as well as we've we've seen this season, yeah. right? Miles can give you two or three steals 
one game or maybe by the time you need it and Mikal is you know not as not could not be consistent from time to time right so uh so yeah i I'll still i still think miles would be a good pick but the question is where do you pick him next year because you know Mikhail has been picked way too high Very i high. think Yahoo right. has him in the 50s, right? Yep. Yahoo has him in the 50s. So I, would I don't think I don't think you would want to pick Miles Bridges in your 50s, right? No. So, so that's the bigger, I guess that's the better question that we will uh, top 100 answer. Yeah, well, for sure top 100, but you know, Mikal has been way, way, way up there in the rankings, and he's been drafted what top 60, 70. Yes. Yes. Actually, 60-70 for many managers is considered a steal already for Mikal, right? He's top 40, top 50. But for Miles, if we say that you'd probably pick Miles over Mikal, then where do you pick Miles next year, right? Because for me, I'll pick Mikal in the 90s. I'll pick Mikal in the 90s. So I'll pick Miles ahead. I'll pick Miles 70. I'll be happy with Miles because I picked Evan Fournier this year in the 70s, right? So, so... <laughs> Basically, in the 70s, 60s, uh, not 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 100s, it's e- even in those in those levels, it's a crapshoot. Uh, yep. You will not really be getting. You will not make or break your team. Yes. If you make a mistake, um, so I think well, it's next year's. Uh, it's a debate for next year, I guess, uh, before we enter the draft. All right. Uh, pretty much that's it for daily fantasy quickie. It's a little bit longer quickie but hey uh, we love talking about fantasy basketball and that's what we're here to do and tomorrow would be judgment day so good luck guys uh, hopefully you guys win your leagues and hopefully I win mine and Komish wins his uh, so that we'll all be happy tomorrow alright we'll see you again tomorrow for another daily fantasy quickie bye <laughs>